Hi there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. It's a time for another episode of uh, what we're calling right now Fangs and Failures. So that's right. We're playing Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition, I guess, again. Um, I hope you enjoyed last time because we were picking up right where we left off. Just like last time, uh, my name is Mike. I'll be the game runner. I don't know what they call it in Vampire. Storyteller. Um, it's the storyteller system, Mike. Yeah. So I'm going to be the game master. Yeah. Nailed it. Story master. See, now you're making me think about that chart because I was worried my geek cred wasn't up to date and I didn't recognize what that one thing was. That chart, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, was created by someone just like it's a it's a it's a basilisk is what it is. Exactly. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, but let's let let's anyway. let everybody introduce themselves, <laughs> starting at the top in Discord order. David. Hey, I'm David. Um. I'm playing Tyree Costa. We, both me and my character, use he/him pronouns. Go. Oh, hi, uh, <laughs> I'm Adam. Uh, today I'll be playing Carlos Mendez, the vampire who really just wants to get along with the dead. Mm. <laughs> so many things to say to that. Hi, I'm Jonathan. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, we'll be playing Javad Devani who is the vampire lawyer who is trying to figure out what the hell we do with this giant box full of crime? Angry dead thing. Crime. Uh, hi, I'm Zach. He, him pronouns. I'm playing Mila. She, her pronouns because I like to be difficult. And if you had to bread it to fry it, you didn't actually fry it. <laughs> Zach, you fry everything. You bread everything that you fry. Like that's, but you don't yeah. have to. That's the difference. But it's the only way that it's if good. If you're frying an ice cube and you're basically only frying a breaded shell of an ice cube, you didn't actually fry that ice cube. You did. You didn't. Okay, you <laughs> steamed the breading. How's that? Let's meet in the middle. Yeah, so you steamed speak. the breading from. You fried the breading and then you steamed I mean, it from the inside. You didn't. You didn't fry the ice cube. But like. All frying is usually, you know, steaming a thing actually by forcing the action, the water out of the, the food. Yes. That's when you yes. over fry things is when you get all the moisture out of it and so the oil goes in. Mm, yes. Hi, so this is vampire is... by cooking. <laughs> yes, frying is forcibly dehydrating something via conductive heat from oil. Like that is what frying is. But so, when it's an ice cube, you can't dehydrate a fucking ice cube. You can I dehydrate ice creams all the time. I it's called leaving them on the floor after I'm taking them out of my fridge by mistake. If the ice cube ceases to be, it's not. It's not nothing. It's no longer there. It was not fried. It was sublimated and gone. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's. Uh, this is strangely not that fried stuff podcast but uh if you have access to our outtakes which i think this means you're the editor uh you can listen to us talk about it for 20 minutes way too long way too long way too long long. i would have been impressed if it somehow was sublimated and you just had this empty shell of fried dough but it's not even that well not when that one guy does it but i'll bet you if you like if you bread an ice cube and you drop it in like a state fair deep fryer, and you fry that sucker. <laughs> I don't just... think it's going to have the. I don't think it's going to maintain internal consistency long enough. To... I 
I'm just now like picturing there's some kind of rating agency for state fair fryers. <laughs> like you can't call yourself a state fair unless you have a deep fryer this big. Okay. This is a B class <laughs> fryer. I'm sorry, we're gonna have to revoke your license. This this is a festival fryer at best. <laughs> I am looking at what's something called naked fried chicken. It's amusing to me that you are under the impression that any sort of regulatory agency actually inspects those food containers. Yeah. I mean <laughs> That's why they fry everything. It's the most sanitary way they can process it. It absolutely is, I, I yeah. Say, if frying kills everything on that thing, yes. If there was any inspection, we wouldn't have state fairs. It's absolutely true. All right, so uh, speaking of state fairs, uh, on last episode of uh, what we're provisionally calling Fangs and Failures until a better name presents itself, um, our uh, coterie, the uh, denizens of this dock, I got to pull up the map again so I get all the names and shit right, um, uh, got a package delivered from an associate of... Uh, Javad's, and um, that package turned out to be a box. And there's something in the box, and there's some symbols in the box, and the box is uh, securely closed but not locked, so someone could open it if they so dared, or they could just punt it right off to somebody else. And we're going to see what happens uh, because currently things are floating, the walls are bleeding. Um, ghosts are picking up books off the shelves and trying to get uh, people to read the books. Uh, there's all sorts of... I mean, we generally call this not good, I think. Uh, at least to the best of my knowledge. Uh, and that's where we begin our scene. Straight from last night. Last time. So we're just going to open this and leave it on the lawn, right? What? That's the plan? First off, what makes you think we have a lawn? Okay. It's true. We're yeah. in downtown Seattle. Like, we're on the docks. I don't think we have a lawn. I was going to say, I don't think we... I don't know that we have visibility on any greenery from any point in our code range. <laughs> I think that the... Uh, I, I, I feel like the um, the funeral home has to have tasteful a bushes? piece of grass. Oh, that's right. We yeah. went to the funeral home. Yeah. yeah. Like a tasteful bush out front or something. A somber yeah, bush. Just... We just open this thing up and we wait for dawn. We go take a nap. We wake up tomorrow night and it's all been taken care of, right? That's how that works? If you wake up after opening this up and leaving it out while you sleep, slash our dead. That's true. If we, if we survive to go to sleep in the first place. There's a whole lot of if in this plan. Yeah. 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 Alright, well, you nerds need to deal with this, I guess. I gotta go meet Jake. I'm out. I, I I have to I have to say out of character. Um, Mike was communicating to us that he was surprised we didn't open the box, but at the same time, I feel like all of us were maybe a little gun shy from that, from having things happen to characters in previous campaigns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying that's Mike's fault necessarily. <laughs> necessarily. Necessarily. It's okay. I, I will happily wear that if that's the thing that I deserve. I haven't played enough of your campaigns to comment. So, so the one thing that does pop into my head is that the ward, like against us so far, just touching it messes with us in some way. Mm-hmm. 
what do you think is going to happen when we try to open it? Well, yeah. So those those were sort of my two thoughts. Was a if this is a bomb, I don't want to actually set like essentially a bomb. I don't want to set it off like that. And B, um, basically just A. But well, the other thing I would say about wards is they're usually triggered and attuned to a specific kind of supernatural creature like ourselves Mm -hmm. what i'm saying is maybe your friend jake would like to open a box (laughs) (laughs) yo jake (laughs) change of plans can you meet me you meet me at this address i'm just otherwise short of renfields you know Mm -hmm. um Sure. Do you want me to bring the situation with me? <laughs> That's an awesome. That question. depends. Does the situation have like a name and a face? It's got a face. Didn't get the name. Sure. Awesome. Jake's on his way. <laughs> yeah. So my other worry was to, to to put a little bit of a a button on it, uh, especially with my character's background, like. If you if the bomb squad that's been defusing the IEDs puts the bomb in a box, you don't <laughs> pull the bomb back out of the box. I mean, yes, this was put there for a reason. I don't know if the person deserved it or Yes, but this is obviously like a material containment of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Well we would find out that it's often used as punishment for kindred. That it mm-hmm. is not worthy of being staked out in the sun, but is still not a good person. As someone who has fought vampires before, that sucks. <sighs> and we're not going to jump right to that part yet. Well, I mean, should we consult with the sheriff? Maybe this is a law and order thing. Uh, sheriff's kind of busy. Uh, I don't know. We could. Seems like maybe... I'm reluctant to. Let's put it that way. Hey, Mike. Until I know more, at least. Yeah. If I knocked on the box and asked if anyone was in there, <laughs> do I get a response? Tell me about all of your specialness. Because I think you've got the ability to talk to dead things, yeah? Um, Not just inherently, no. I think I have to use various rituals, and the ones I have right now aren't really... Let's see. So for Oblivion... I can do the, the the disposal of corpse things, and then I can also look for where the shroud is thinnest. But that's completely useless in this area because it kind of just tells you where people have died recently. And then I can make zombies. So that's all yeah. I really have. Like you're like, oh, and I can make zombies. You know, just a little yeah. sideline. It's like Etsy. Gotcha. Um, you want to try knocking and see what happens? Yeah, sure. Uh, there's no immediate response. Ah, okay. All right. Does anybody want to do anything before Jake arrives? Hmm. I'm going to go get a shotgun and load it with some combination of phosphorus and silver. Mostly phosphorus. Then I'm good. Uh, Tyree? Uh, I guess I will help you meet this contact of yours. Okay. Huh. I don't. I. 
I, I feel like maybe it's better if we have him bring the situation to not the front door here. <laughs> Fair. We can we can swing him around to the service entrance here. I mean, we came in through some sort of weird hearse entrance, right? I meant front door as in this address. Like, we have, if there's a bomb that needs to be diffusing metaphorically or literally like we don't do it in front of this safe house hmm. are you gonna put that thing back in the hearse well we can bring Jake and deal with his issue wherever and then bring him here right okay okay sure we'll arrange to meet him down at the dog park or something <laughs> I now really want like the local bar to be called the dog park. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that that seems legit to me. <laughs> There's just a leather bar on this island called the dog park. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so um, what kind of truck does Jake drive? You know, just Jake drives a pickup truck. That's it. You know, an old, old... Old beat up red pickup truck. That's what we got. Yeah, something that's not going to catch like two looks driving through either uh, any, the outskirts east of here. Seattle or like the rural area between here and Idaho. Right? Here in Idaho. Well, we just established last time that he like is the guy who buys guns in Idaho and traffics them. Oh, through. shoot. That's right. Um. Yes. So uh, there is. So Jake rolls up in his truck, uh, and he is. He's got a backpack that he carries with him. Uh, backpack's got a padlock on it, so whatever's inside has been padlocked. Uh, and he gets out of the truck and he says, "You sure you want to do this here? Same as anywhere else." Okay. Is there like a? alley or something we could talk in it's supposed to like a leather bar sure i'm sure there's an alley behind well tell you what we'll rent a room <laughs> like make eye contact with the proprietor of the place got it okay yeah uh i mean they're uh, he says, uh, are you known here? Like, is this a thing where mm -hmm. you have, okay. Um, is this, uh, are you in any way using any sort of magical whammy on him, on the proprietor or the, the guy who's running the bar or the host, I guess, or uh, bartender, let's go with bartender. bartender um, yeah. or are you using some sort of like fame or clout or like what's, what's, what's going on here? He's going to ask nicely. Yeah, it was just like, this is a local place, this local leather bar that you can rent time in a room in. We're going to do that. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the guy gives you, do you on an hour? Uh, in like, uh, one of the private club rooms, I guess? I'll, yeah, I'll look, I'll look Jake up and down real hard and then I'll turn to the, the writer. Hour will do. Okay. All right, so money exchanges hands. We'll figure that out later if necessary. Uh, and you got yourself uh, a VIP room. 
So Jake, uh, Mila, and Tyree, that's the three of you? Yep. Okay. Uh, so Jake pulls out a um, key ring. You know, he's got a key ring attached via like uh, one of those retractable things to his belt. Okay. Uh, with a suspicious number of keys on his key ring. He uh, flips to the, to the correct one, un- opens the lock, and uh, he just kind of like points the bag away from him as he unzips it. Uh, and a skull rattles out. Okay. I pick it up. Uh, the skull seems to have some sort of um, persistent problem sting still. Okay. Uh, it rattles back and forth. Uh, the jaw bone, um, which doesn't really have any connective tissue, kind of clacks back and forth. And there's a there's a star kind of carved into the crown of the skull. All right, nerd. What is this? What indeed? I guess I'm going to have to rack my rack my brain and see if I recognize the scarring or if I know anything about ambulatory skulls mm-hmm. in my studies. Ambulatory skulls. It's not like making any noise, it's just sort of like... I mean, I assume it's making the noises that bones clacking normally. Well, yeah, I was, I was mostly <laughs> asking Mike if it's like trying to talk to us, right? I mean, like, it's it's rattling and clacking. It's It lacks, you know, any sort of musculature to, to produce sound or lips to shape noise. So, if it did talk to you, there'd be some weird shit going on. <laughs> No, not like what we have happening. Yeah, no. This is... Additional weird shit. (laughs) So, uh, I hope you don't mind. I know that, uh... Weird shit's kind of your thing. Where where did you find this, dude? It was delivered to me in a box. When? Today, a few hours ago. Didn't, Didn't see who dropped it off. Just brought it inside like it was UPS or whatever. Hmm. From who? I mean, I wasn't... Did not recognize the sender, but I kept the label. Good. You got it? Yeah. And he hands it over to you. Okay. Do I recognize it? Nah, it's some some company from uh, from another port nearby. Not nearby, but yeah. Another port. Another port city. I will take a picture of the label and text it to Javad. Hmm. All right. Um, I'll try and find out more about that. What do we say that was last time? That was like a... I think it was an investigation. Yeah, and I think it's a cult to learn about this skull. Uh, right, I was just I was going to say, um, why don't I roll that first? Yep, go for it. Let's see, a cult is intelligence, I'm guessing, for this one, yeah. And uh, without without help or an expert, you're looking at probably three successes. Okay. Nice. Is this page? Aha. All right. Is that three successes? Yeah, and your hunger succeeded, so um, increase your hunger by one. 
All right. So, um, looking at this thing, the beast stirs a bit inside of you. And it reminds you that, uh, you know, maybe you haven't fed yet tonight. Um, maybe it's been a while. But something about this thing um, brings the beast up just a little bit. Enough to let you know that it's not a thing that... Um, all right, and that, and that alone tells you a little bit about what's, what's going on with this skull. You know, you've never, you've never seen this particular thing before. But, you know, you've read a lot of books. Uh, you've heard some stuff. And, uh, you know, this is the sort of thing that your clan uh, has been able to create in the past. Um, it's not necessarily something that they made. You don't recognize it as a Tremere construct. But uh, it, is a, it is a message. There is something that's been put inside this skull and sealed with an amount of will. And uh, that symbol is, uh, is, belongs to uh, something of an, uh, uh, I, don't, I don't remember the exact um, lore that goes into this and the official mage or the uh, official vampire stuff, but there is uh, the Tremere believe that there is a group of humans that are able to harness magic in the same similar way to the way that the Tremere are able to harvest blood. So that's kind of like a from address on this message. So it's from a magically incl uh, inclined mortal or whoever sent this to you wants you to believe that. Hmm. I mean, I believe him. I haven't even read the thing. <laughs> Clearly there is spooky stuff afoot. This makes me more curious about what's in that box now. And this is also something that you feel like uh, you're, you're, you're fairly certain that anybody in, the, uh, in your clan would, would love to have this thing long term. Damn, I gotta get... We gotta get like a display case for this. <laughs> no, absolutely not. The masquerade is a thing. Okay. Um, uh, while the, while uh, Terry's uh, is examining the thing, I'll be asking Jake some questions about. So, am I your only spooky person? Uh, you're the spookiest person. Alright, but you know anybody else spooky enough to do that? I'll sort of nod towards the skull and the nerd. I wasn't aware that you were spooky enough to do this. Well, I'm not. But I know people who are. Yeah, part of what I do is sell shit to people that don't have other ways of getting it. So, sometimes I meet people like you. Okay. Uh, what do you want us to do with this? Get it the fuck out of my house. Deal. Cool. I'm out. Hold on. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to cash in that favor like right away. I need you to come do me one very simple thing. I need you to open a box. <laughs> I mean, technically speaking, I opened a box to get this uh, <clears throat> curiosity. Yes. This is a very specific box. Okay. My uh my 
Am I going to enjoy this prospect? Are, are you asking or are you telling? I'm asking. Okay. I don't know. Maybe you'll enjoy it. It's probably going to be weird. All right. We received the box a few hours ago from an unknown sender. Oh, okay. So it uh, sounds like you think these two things are related. Well, I don't know that this head belongs to the box because the box was definitely screaming. We are so going to have to memory wipe this dude by the time we're done. (laughs) (laughs) At, at, At best. At best we can memory wipe this and walk away. All right. All right, let me, let's, yeah, I'll go. I'll go with you. But I'm going to tell you a story, and you can tell me how much of this is, uh, I, I it was a thing that actually occurred, or how much of it was, a was a, was a nightmare I had once. Deal. Tell it on the way. Okay, all right. Uh, do you mind putting this thing back in the bag? Because, uh, I'll be honest, I don't like touching it. Yeah, that's great. It should probably go back in the bag. We have to walk out of here. It goes back in the bag. All right. Skull does not resist being shoved back in the bag. Those rattle a bit. Uh, bag gets closed. Zippers get, I don't know, padlocked together. That's the word, padlocked together. Uh, did y'all go back outside? Um, did y'all drive here? Yes. You've got some sort of vaguely deputized vehicle. Yes. Yeah, I have like that big intimidating SUV that looks like it belongs to some important person's private security. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Jake gets in the back. Um, Terry, do you have anything else that you want to do before y'all head back? Any questions for Jake or Skull or whatever? Not at the moment, but um, I think Javad was going to make a check. Oh, that's right. I was going to see if I could find out anything about where it's where the skull came from. <laughs> you are, of course, completely correct, Zach. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's investigation. So, um, yeah. yeah. And I feel like it was a three, three for okay. like last time. Uh, ooh. Mm-hmm. ooh. So a that's a critical there. success, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I There's a 10 so. in there. Yeah, it's green. Yeah. It's special somehow. The, the, the computer is telling us that. He rolled, a, he rolled a 10, if that's what yeah. that means. <laughs> I think that's good. I don't know. Okay, so a messy critical is a critical win in which one or more 10 appears in a hunger die. Or, sorry. Okay. It's not on the hunger die. Nope. All right. Uh, it's not a bestial failure, which is a failed roll, but the hunger die, and the hunger die comes up one, which is like a critical miss. Yeah. It takes two tens on regular dice to get a crit. Ah. Don't got that. That's on page 120 of the core rules. Excellent. I apparently was searching the wrong direction. Okay. I I feel like we should spend some time to sit down with the rule book. Yeah. (laughs) Now in next session and just... We don't need rules. Just figure some stuff out. I like to let the story drive the play. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, yes, and I will read the book before next session. So um, I I have begun. It's just not the sort of book. It's not the sort of thing I read in front of my kids, unfortunately. Oh, I'm not. No, I'm not trying to put it just on you, Mike. It's just there's there's more differences 
between this and the last edition I'd played than I thought. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. yeah, same. I'm like, oh, this is just this is just White Wolf. Like, there's been moderate changes at best since you know 1997. And uh, I was gonna say, all right, so we're we gonna do that thing where we point out it's 20 plus years there again. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> Huh. Apparently they've Why done do you things do these things case. to me? I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, I just when... experienced I just experienced final death. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> the other day was like, yeah, listen, but you know, I think you like ten years ago when they well no, it was when you were talking about when they were doing fourth edition, weren't you? I was talking about oh uh, yeah, when wizards yeah. when before the wizards before Hasbro <laughs> bought them. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like, you know, I think there were still more people there who were from original wizards. I'm like, they bought them twenty years ago, Zach. <laughs> More than 20 years ago. God, just like, <laughs> I could feel my eyes turning to ash at that yeah. point. Yep. Uh, so anyway, that's three successes on the investigation of the shipping label. Uh, woo! Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. Okay, so three successes on the shipping label. So, you know, it's the damnedest thing. Uh... It, this package bounced around from a handful of oh, ports damn it. all up and down the West Coast, but it came from Seattle. <sighs> fucking weird. Wait, hold on. It's got a shipping address. It came from Seattle. Can we get an address? Ooh. Yeah. You give me an address, I will go kick in a door. <laughs> all right. All right. So we have like the shipper address or whatever. Yes. So we have further leads to investigate on that. Okay. Yeah, and you know, um, it's not that you've been in Seattle for a relatively short amount of time, uh, but you know, you've been here a while. Uh, you know, street names, and you know, you know, addresses, and you do know that First Avenue South is awfully close to Harbor Island. <laughs> it's gonna be like a Kinkos. Hmm. <sighs> oh. That would be kind of cool, but at the same time, <laughs> some poor dude working there for minimum wage. <laughs> Listen, go away. What do you know about this skull? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Please don't kill me and eat me. Please don't kill me and eat me is very specific. <laughs> <laughs> so you did send this. <laughs> I all right, like so you're all Seattle. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. So you're on your way back. Jake starts telling you a little bit of a story. It's like, so uh, sometimes I have in communication with people that cross borders without preparing the paperwork beforehand. If you understand what I'm saying, Jake, this is a private vehicle. You don't have to euphemize. Yes. In my experience, euphemizing is important. Pattern of speech to engage in on a normal basis. I I didn't search you. You didn't search me. We're just going to talk about generalities as opposed to specifics. Nobody's the cop of me. Alright, so you think this came... I'm not the cop of you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I am kind of the cop of you, though, so... No, uh... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so, uh... No, um... Occasionally, uh... I hear things about... Uh, events where people dig their way out of the ground at night. Uh, things like that. 
horror stories from people fleeing places that people shouldn't be in anymore. Not saying you're involved in anything like that, just that I like to stay on the good side of people that do good business with me. That's a good plan. Right. There was uh, an individual who said that there was a group of people killing people and burying them and having them dig their way out of the ground the next night. I'll make, I'll make eye contact with the other vampire in the car. <laughs> Where was this? South of here. These people were fleeing northward. And uh, trouble tends to follow. I swear to God, if a shovel head comes out of that box. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to drive the rest of the way in silence. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play the quiet game, everybody. The quiet game. All right, back at the place. Adam, you have not rolled dice yet. Another Zach, but Zach's had some narrative stories. So Adam, what's, what's going on with you? Um, I was trying to think of other avenues I could approach with this casket. I don't have a lot of context with like looking up or talking to people that might have like, you know, recent history about things that might have been exiled versus being staked. I mean, are you not just vlogging about this? That sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> of course it sounds like a bad idea. I really want to know if you have a darknet blog just for vampires. Oh, man. You and the, like, three Nosferatu that are on the internet? Yeah. Supposedly Nosferatu are big on the internet. Yeah, yeah. that's what I hear. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure that you can find... Uh, a Nosferatu bulletin board if that if you're looking for advice from other kindred or um I mean there's a ghost in the house if you want to talk to the ghost. There's a it's a bunch of fun stuff. Ghosts know things sometimes. Yeah, I think I just want to find a source of rumor about or just, you know. I can't imagine that someone getting locked in a box to suffer would be completely unknown to a rumor mill or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, uh, that's that's definitely the sort of thing that your local uh, what, harpy, I think is the word, might know about. But that's going to be like a uh, it's kind of like an elbow rubbing roll, right? That sounds like a terrible thing for me to try. Something social. Yeah, go socialize. Do it. Like, high-intensity, high-stakes socializing, too, if it's the harpy. Yeah. There's there's definitely a group of people uh, at court that likes to gossip. Um, you might... There might, might be other people that you can ask. But if you're looking for gossip, that's definitely the place to talk. Person, place to go and talk. Sure, give it a shot. What's the worst that could happen? I mean, final death, obviously. But <laughs> that's your answer to everything. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's look at etiquettes. Uh, so nobody in court. Or so 
the the group of vampires that control Seattle, uh, despite being high tech and plugged in, do not communicate with cell phones as a rule. Um, so if you want to talk to somebody, you're going to need to. Uh, either you got to have a landline, or you're going to need to have a special phone to talk to, like the Nosferatu or a burner of some kind, or uh, you have to go for a drive to to see somebody for that sort of social engagement. Or, you know, maybe they are. Maybe these are people that all just talk on the phone because fuck it. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. It, it's got to be something kind of old school. So is this like a landline conversation or do you have like a like a burner phone that you can talk to people on? Yeah, I think... Or like a signal? Go ahead. It's probably just some sort of like cheap Chinese knockoff. I mean, take the SIM out and crush it when you're done with the conversation. Flip phone of some sort. Like a one-use thing? Yeah. All right. So, um, you call up, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> you call, you make the call to court, right? Uh, and, uh, it, you get through to the operator of, um, one of the, one of the local megacorps. Like, you know, it, it, it appears to just be, uh, and any, any other call center would be exactly the same, you know, like, you know, hello, uh, uh, local Seattle Megacorp that doesn't have a name or a smiling logo. Uh, how may I direct your call? Sort of thing. Uh, and let's let's have give me an etiquette role to see if you handle this in a socially acceptable way. I mean, the thing I have no pips in whatsoever. That's Do you fine. have no pips in etiquette? It's completely fine. No. It'll be fine. Oh, okay. Why would you need pips in etiquette? That's fine. I don't know what happens if I roll it, but let's roll it. Is this like uh, you'll need a social just like, uh, charisma manipulation composer, like whatever you want to. I'll just go with charisma. Okay, I believe that's like raw. Yeah, it's just gonna be. Hey, look at that! That ain't bad. That ain't yeah. bad. That's not good. That's not bad. So, um, you know, you you punch, you say, hey, you know, I need to talk to, or whatever. Uh, the uh, the individual need to talk to. Uh, did I write down this person's name? <laughs> so the uh the phrase is I need to talk to one of the Troys. The Troys. Uh and uh you get transferred uh and a male voice picks up and is like, Hi, this is Troy speaking. What can I do for you? <laughs> so wait, was I trying to I was trying to meet them in person to talk or Oh, you just want to talk to the phone, I thought. Yeah, yeah. No, I I just didn't know. Um I wasn't at all prepared for this part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hi. Um, <laughs> I was just wondering, have you heard about anybody being staked recently? <laughs> yeah. I, I, didn't, no. I didn't really uh, get as, as far as thinking of how I would ask about this without being really strange. Well, you could, you could ask about, you know, current events. You could ask about the box. You could ask about, uh, I don't know, escalation. Can I speak to your manager, please? Like, I don't know. Like there's, there's, I'm sure there's business euphemisms that, this uh venture encourage here maybe you'd like to open a case uh you know a, a customer case <laughs> yes i i would like to uh file a personal inquiry i'm trying to find information about uh, any recent disciplinary action taken that might be a little bit different than your your normal uh dusting 
Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Uh, do you have any details about that that I can, uh, like, that's a, that's a pretty broad, pretty broad spectrum. And, um, if I, if I have this number correctly, you are, uh, tangentially related to the office. We typically direct these matters to. Well, this is uh, not one that would necessarily be for a, a more permanent solution. This is something that you, you, something that you would keep someone in cold storage for an extended period of time. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's uh, it's a little more interesting. Um, there have been several uh, performance improvement plans put into place. None immediately recently. Uh, is uh, have you? Do you feel like you've come into possession of uh, an item or person that needs to be redirected or uh, what's the word? I'm like, encouraged to be their best their their best selves. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm not seeking to put someone through this program. I just want to make sure that if someone were in this program, that they would not be. A release before that they, you know, embrace the new path. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, uh, a colleague of mine, Troy, uh, he's got a file on a uh, number of things that, or a number of uh, individuals that might meet this, uh, uh, this sort of project improvement plan, performance improvement plan that uh, we've uh, embarked on recently. Um, you know, I can have Troy contact your people and set up a meeting. Uh, sure, that'd be great. I'd love to talk to Troy. All right, cool. Yeah, well, you'll be hearing from us soon. Thank you. And you know what? Reaching out to us is always the right thing to do when you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Uh, you know, uh, the Troys are always here to help. Excellent. All right. Have a good day. You too. <laughs> have a good night. That's right. Have a good night. Good evening. That's the good that's goodness. the that's the Lacroix joke. All right. So I'm sure Troy will be by soon. Sure. Excellent. I uh, I love this idea. <laughs> All right. So uh, Zach, uh, y'all arrive back on the scene. Jake and Toe. Uh, what are the What are the four of you going to do with this poor mortal? Uh, we're going to get him out and lead him downstairs to where the walls hopefully aren't bleeding any more than they were when we left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, has anyone touched the box? I don't think anybody... I haven't touched the box. Adam knocked, right? That's all. That's it. Yeah, that's last time. Yeah, Adam knocked. Okay, cool, cool. I mean, I picked the box up to bring it here, but I haven't touched it since we dropped it here. Got it. Yeah, I haven't recently touched the box, no. All right, so... Um, and as Jake sort of walks in the room, I don't know whether he left the backpack in the car or what. No, no, no. Jake has handed you the backpack as the, as the car. <laughs> the backpack is no longer Jake's concern. Yeah. Great. I will hand the backpack to someone else. The nerd who came with me. There we go. Yeah. I'll take that. Um, then I will walk over in the corner and I will pull a pump shotgun out from behind a cabinet somewhere. One of the many. One of the many. And I will rack around, and I will s- leave it slung low. Like, okay, Jake, all I need you to do is open that box, and I'll sort of 
motion towards the big sarc clearly sarcophagus-esque box in the room that seems to be the epicenter of the weird stuff that's happening. All right. Yeah, Jake uh Jake's eyes slide over the floating um scalpels and beakers and shit like they're not there. <laughs> okay, great. That's normal and healthy. Uh so Jake walks over to the box. Uh after like pointedly looking at your shotgun and uh taps the box and says, This box? Yep. And I'll sort of like shake the butt end of the shotgun at him. This is a precaution. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So Jake, you know, kind of shrugs, grabs the bar, flips it open, slides it to the right with a, you know, that old metal sound, right? That old kind of corroded metal sound that it does. It's loud. It sounds louder than it should be in this room. Uh, and then, you know, he drops the bar closed, um, or drops the bar open, I guess, in the air. Clank! Uh, and, uh, Looks around, like nothing. Box doesn't open. Nothing weird. No more weird shit happens yet. Uh, and so he kind of uh, kind of bends down a little bit at the knees, you know, gets his uh, his palms underneath the edge of the box, pushes, and uh, you know, he strains. This lid is heavy. You know, uh, and uh, he gets it halfway up, and he says, kind of like lets it back down. He's like, you sure? You want me here opening this box? More sure by the minute, Jake. Okay. Uh, Jake pushes the box, or pushes the lid as hard as he can. It swings up over and clangs on the other side. Uh, And there is uh, a very staked vampire in this box. That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is The Witch's Journey by Augustine C. Outro music is Negative Ecstasy by Blue Sky Moon. Both are available on the Free Music Archive. Music by Augustine C. can also be found on Spotify and SoundCloud, while music by Blue Sky Moon can be found on Ketza.uk. Vampire the Masquerade was created by Mark Reinhagen and is a storyteller system game of the World of Darkness series published by White Wolf Publishing. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder.